Welcome again. Really enjoy seeing you guys get connected again. Um, we are on our final week of the series that we've been going through, All Things New. And so before we start the series, I want to kind of give you a little bit of a heads up so about what's coming up. So next week I won't be here. Uh, we'll have Pastor Peter come and to share that week. I'm actually going to be visiting my, my old church uh, who kind of supports me in my ministry at Standing Stone. So it'll be the one-year anniversary. So one year ago, uh, I left, and I started this new ministry at Standing Stone, and that's when I started here, too. So one year ago. So I'll be preaching over there next week. Um, following that, we're going to have a very short kind of two-week series about finances. Okay, so finances is something either the church talks too much about or not enough about, right? And I feel like that that's kind of where the extremes are, but I think it's something that's really important for us. It's an important part of our life, and it's an important part that we need to know how to view that correctly as Christians. So we'll have a short two-week series in February uh, talking about finances. So that'll come, um, come up then. But today we want to finish our series about all things new. So I've been enjoying this series about all things new, about for the new year. For new year in, uh, in 2022, we've been asking the Lord to bring all things new, okay? And so today we want to look at this idea about raising the bar, to raise the bar. And that's coming from Luke chapter 9, verse 24. So let's take a look at that. Uh, Luke, 20, Luke verse, uh, chapter 9, verse 24, and this is in the New Living Translation. I normally quote from the New American Standard, okay, so, uh, but I love the way that the New Living Translation kind of um, puts Luke 9, 24, and uh, this has nothing to do with the message, but New Living Translation, it's not really a translation, right? I don't think it's a translation. It's more like a transliteration, right? It really gives uh, the reader... They really try to bring out what they think the writers think the meaning is of the verses. Okay, so they're not trying to do a literal translation, like word for word from the Greek to English. Okay, but they try to bring out the meaning. In fact, all the translations, they do a little bit of that, right? They try to bring out their meaning so it's readable. But I love the way the New Living Translation gives about this meaning of Luke 9, 24. It says, if you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. Okay? You will save it. And I love the way that the, the writers of the New Living Translation kind of bring out the meaning of this verse, that if you try to hang on to your life, you're actually going to lose it. Okay? We think we're trying to do something good. We think we're trying to do something good for our life by holding on to it, by holding on to the things that we have, holding on to the things that we know, holding on to the things that we, we treasure, holding on to the things that we desire, holding on to our, our jobs, our possessions, our, our relationships, holding on to those things we think is a good thing. We think we're doing something positive for our life when we hold on to those things. But what this passage makes clear, what Jesus is saying through this passage is, no, that's not true. When we hold on to those things, that's actually when we experience less life, not more life. In fact, the way we experience more life, the way we experience all things new, is actually when we release control of those things and we let go of those things in our life. That's what Jesus is trying to communicate here in Luke 9.24. He's saying the secret us for us to experience more fulfilling and more uh, fruitful life, 
more of the fruit of the Spirit in our life is to actually let go of our life, is to release control of our life. In fact, when you do the opposite, when you try to control more, that's when you choke out the life. It says when you try to hang on to your life, you're going to end up losing it. You're going to be losing the life that you're supposed to have in Christ, the one that God made you for and created you for and wants you to be living. It's ironic, right? When you think you want to hold on to it, that's actually what prevents you from really experiencing it. But Jesus says if you give up your life, if you give up control over your life and stop controlling it, you're actually going to find it. You'll actually save it, and you'll actually start experiencing the life he wants you to experience. Right? But this is very counterintuitive. Right? And that's why I think it's hard for us to really practice what, we're, what Jesus is talking about here. But this is the principle we need to start learning and to rethink our idea of what it means to give up control, to give up our life, and to surrender. Right? Because when we hear those words, we hear something that I don't think is accurate when we look at the Bible. When we hear those words and think about things like giving up control and surrendering our life, I think we have an image of what we think that means. When you hear the word surrender, what do you think about? I don't know. When I think, I don't know if I watch, I watch too much like those crime shows or whatever, but I think like surrender, like come out with your hands up and surrender, or you take out the, the white flag and then you surrender. Surrender sounds like giving up. Surrender sounds like losing. It sounds like you lost. It sounds like that's the end of the story. And really, I think, unfortunately, those are the images we have when we think about surrender. So when the Bible talks about surrender, it doesn't sound like something that we want to do. We don't want to be that. We don't want to like say, like, oh, I give up, and I feel like it's the game. The game is over, and I feel like I've lost. That's not the feeling that we want to embrace and with feeling that we have when we think about the word surrender. But this is what Jesus is inviting us to do. And I think the only way that we can really embrace this, the only way that we can really step into this with, with all that we have is to understand what it really means to surrender. And what it means is to surrender is not to lose. It's actually to gain. And what I always think is that I call it a victorious surrender. Okay, that's a term that I use, victorious surrender, because that's what happens. When you surrender, you have victory. You have more life. That's what Jesus is talking about in 9, 20, Luke 9, 24, is that when you give up control, you gain more. And we see this principle all throughout the Bible. Look at this passage in James 4, 10. It says, humble yourself in the presence of the Lord, and then what will happen? He will exalt you. Humble yourself. Go low. Go low and don't think about your own needs and don't go think about those things that leave, give up control of those things. Humble yourself before God and what will happen? He'll exalt you. And I think this is the change we need to have. We need to have this change in mindset about what it means to surrender. What are we doing when we're surrendering? When we're surrendering and we're giving up control of the things in our life, what do we think is going happening? Do we feel like we're giving it up and we're losing it forever? So like the things that are important for my life, you know, my kids, my marriage, my family, my ministry, finances, my job, whatever it is in your life, if you feel like if God's calling you to surrender those things, what do you think is happening? 
What is he inviting you to do when he's inviting you to surrender? Do you think in your mind, when I surrender it, that means I'm giving it up, it's gone? I think a lot of us, that's the picture we have when we think about surrender. But that's not the picture that God is inviting us to. God is inviting us to come surrender so that he can give us something more, something better. When we look at this, look at here in Isaiah 55. Isaiah 55, verses 8 through 9 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are my ways your ways. Your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. What this passage is saying is, I want to give you an upgrade. Your thoughts are really low. As he said, as high as the heavens are above the earth, so are my thoughts above your thoughts. So what this is telling me is, God wants to give you an upgrade. You are thinking at this low level, this human level of what you think is possible, what you think you can accomplish, what you think can happen in your life, what you think can happen in your relationships, what you think can happen is all at this low level. But God says, I have something higher for you. I have something greater than you. I have something that you couldn't even think or imagine for you. I have as high as the heavens are above the earth. That's what I have for you because that's where I am. That's where I dwell. That's where I think. That's how I live. That's how I perceive. That's how I act. How can we experience that? We're going to have to surrender. And you can think about it logically. If you want God to do those things, you have to stop doing it. If you want God to do those things for you in your life, then you have to let go of control. You have to stop doing it yourself. If you want God to do it, then you have to stop doing it. Because when God sees you continue to keep doing it, he's going to allow you to keep doing it. Until we start realizing that's not the best way. This is not the life that God wants for me. He wants a higher life for me. We have to learn this principle when we surrender and lay things down, it's so God can lift them up. It's so God can lift them up. That's what we see here in James 4.10, is when you humble yourself, God will lift you up. It's not that when we surrender these things, we throw them away. When we surrender our family, do you think God wants to throw away our family? Do you think that makes any kind of sense? When I lay down my children, do you think God wants me to throw away my children? That doesn't make any sense. That's not what God is inviting to when he says, surrender these things. He's saying, surrender them so you can get an upgrade. Surrender them so I can do more for those things in your life than you can do. Surrender control so let God have the wheel so he can do what only he can do. He gave me this picture, right, and about this whole idea of surrender. And then he was talking to me about my kids. You know, and my kids I hold dearly. You know, when I think about my kids, you know, especially when you become a parent, you have like a new kind of lens that you look through in the Bible. Like, for example, when Abraham is asked by God to give up his son Isaac, like, oh, man, I really feel that, right? As a parent, I really feel like, how could he do that? There's no way I could give up my kids like that and put him on the altar, right? Or you look at um, Hannah doing that with Samuel with a with a uh, with a high priest giving up her baby. How do you do that? Like, it's so difficult to even imagine doing that, right? And so we think about what's dear to us. I think about my kids, and I, 
worry about them and I pray for them and I talk with them and I do all, spend time with them and I do all these different things. And one of the times I was praying, for, praying about my kids, one of the things the Lord told me is, you need to stop calling them your kids because they're not your kids. They're mine. And I was really taken back by that. And I realized, okay, that's true. But that was kind of harsh to what the Lord kind of just said to me. He's like, these are not your kids. These are my kids. But he really bought the reality of what we're talking about here. What do I want for my kids? Do I want what I can bring? Do I want the wisdom that I bring? Do I want the direction that I can give? Or do I want what the Lord can bring? That's the question we all need to ask for our life. What do you want to bring to those things in your life? Those things that God is asking you to surrender, what do you want to see happen there? Do you want to see what you can do? Do you want to see what you can accomplish? Do you want to see what you can handle? Do you want to see the, the things that you can accomplish with the wisdom that you have and the strength that you have and the time that you have? Or do you want to see what God can do? This is the question he's asking for us. This is how we can make all things new in 2022 is when we say, can we raise the bar of what we want for our life? Today, when I talk about all things new, the part that I want to close is we need to raise the bar. We need to raise the bar of what we're looking for in our life, what we want to experience in our life. And I think this is a hard message right now because we've been going through a really hard time the past two years. You know, Jeanette just mentioned it too, just feeling like, oh my gosh, now the Omicron thing is starting again. I feel like we're starting all over again in 2020 and I feel like it has no end and I feel like so tired and so beaten up. You know, it's a common thing that I'm hearing, you know, and over the course of the past couple of weeks, I must have had 20 or 30 different people that I know have had COVID, right? And when you hear that kind of message, get very discouraged. You try not to be fearful, right? You try to practice the things that the Lord has been teaching us for the past two years, which is don't be driven by fear, be driven by faith, to know that I'm still in control, all those things. Yet, even though we say all those things, you know, we're human, you know, it's easy to feel discouraged. It's easy to feel like we're just kind of waiting. You know, we talked about this last week. When we talked about seizing the days. We're just in this waiting, waiting posture. But I really feel and I sense from the Lord that's not what he wants. He doesn't, he doesn't want us to have this low bar that we set for ourselves. He wants us to have a high bar. But in order to have a high bar, in order for us to entertain a high bar, especially when we feel tired and worn down, you have to realize it's not going to come from you. This high bar is not going to come from you. This high bar is something that you can't entertain. You can't raise the bar if you think it's going to come from yourself. It's like, I can't even handle it when my bar is really low. How am I going to handle a higher bar than this? If you think it's going to come from you in your own power, in your own wisdom, in your own trying, in your own discipline, in your own thinking, your bar is going to continue to be low. And when your bar is really low like that, that's probably accurate, right? And so when we think about raising our bar, don't think about you raising your own bar. Think about James 4.10, laying your bar down so God could lift it up. That's what he was telling me about my kids. He said, lay them down so I can lift them up. What he was telling me, he was giving me this picture of like 
this little kid who's trying to reach up, right? And you can't reach very high, and so you need someone's help to reach something on a higher, higher shelf or whatever. Like my kids would call me, come and help me get this thing, and so I'd go and try to grab this thing for them. He's saying, your arms are too short for where I want you to go. Your arms are too short for I want, where I want your kids to be. Your arms are too short. You can't lift your life high enough for where I want your life. That's why you need to lay down so I can lift it up. That's why we surrender is so God can lift it higher than we could ever do on our own. That's what surrender is about. Surrender is about victory, about life, about greater things that the Lord can do when we let go of control and we give it over to him. Giving up control is not a hard thing. It's not a, something that you need to be afraid of. It's not something that you feel like you want to not do. Giving up control is a good thing. Surrendering is a good thing. Surrender is a victorious thing. You think you're weak when you surrender? That's the world's thinking. Actually, when you surrender, that's when you have your greatest strength because you have the Lord's strength and not your own strength. This is what Paul talks about in 1 Corinthians when he says, I relish or I really celebrate my weaknesses. Why? Because he's a masochist? He loves being weak? No, because he says, when I'm weak, then I am strong. And whose strength does he have? His own strength? No, he has the Lord's strength. No wonder he's boasting in that. No wonder he's glorifying that. No wonder he's praising God for that. No wonder he's, pra- he's not praising God for his weakness. God's not asking you to say, praise God for my weakness. Praise God for the trials. Praise God for the, he's not saying that. He's saying, praise God for the fruit that comes out when we let go of control. And he can lift it up and we don't have to. This is what he's inviting us to. When you want a new thing for 2022, if you want 2022 to be different from 2021, from 2020, maybe even going further back from that, we need to do this. We need to do this. If you want to experience more, start raising the bar higher, beyond your reach. You need to raise the bar beyond your reach, beyond what you can do. You need to raise the bar high enough so that you can depend on God, where you know you can't do it. You need to do that because when you do that, that's when God will show up. That's when God comes in. It's your invitation to the Lord to come in and to do more. So we need to rethink what we think when we hear the words surrender, give up control. We need to rethink what that actually is. We need to rethink what God is inviting us to. We need to rethink what we're actually doing when we're doing that. When we're doing that, what are we saying? I want more. I want something more than I'm currently experiencing. I want something different from what I'm currently experiencing. We talked about this a couple weeks ago when we talked about if you want something different, you're going to have to do something differently. You can't expect to experience something different if you do the same thing over and over again. We need to do something different. And the way to do that, give up control. We need to ask the Lord to direct us. Every day, starting from as soon as we wake up, God, you direct my day. When we get into the office, when we get into work, God, you show me what to do today. 
I, in my mind, I think I know what, I, what I'm supposed to do. I know I have my list of all these things I need to accomplish, but you tell me how to do it. You tell me when to do it. You tell me how to do it. You tell me what order to do it. Ask the Lord these questions. You be involved. You direct me. You take control. I don't want to control. You control. You dictate how I run my day, how I have my thoughts, what I think about, what I do, what I say. You direct it. You do those things. Let me give up the control of my kids. Let me give up my control of my finances. Let me give up control of my job. Let me give up control of my future. Let me give up all those things so you can lift it higher, so you can give me a greater future, so you can raise the bar so high that I couldn't even think or imagine me going to that place. But that's exactly the place where he wants you. That's where he wants you, and that's where he wants me. And I don't know about you, I want that. That's the kind of life that I want. That's the kind of life that he's calling us to. That's the kind of life he died for us to have. He died for us to experience this kind of life. But the way we're experiencing is by giving up control, by surrendering everything in our life and to say, that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. Let's pray. So, Lord, thank you for what you invite us to. You are such a good, good God that you care about everything in our life. So when we surrender it, we're not giving it up. We're asking you to take it higher to take it higher than our arms could reach ourselves. And so, Holy Spirit, prompt us, keep speaking to us, help us to show this is a victorious thing when we lay down, when we surrender these things, surrender all the things in our life. So what's on your heart right now? What's been burdening you? What are you concerned about? What are you trying to control? What have you been trying to, to fix? Those are the things that the Lord is asking you. Can you lay those things down? Surrender control over those things. Give it to me. Let me, let me direct you. Let me lift it up higher than you could ever lift yourself. So thank you for your invitation. Give us the courage and the faith to respond and to say yes to your invitation. For us to continue to raise the bar higher and higher and higher and higher in our life. Thank you for making all possible. In Jesus' name, amen.